Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. is looking pretty amazing. Oh, well, thank you so much. Uh, Becky and I actually did a lot of work on it uh, last weekend. Mm -hmm. We got this new giant butcher block kind of slab, and it changed everything. We moved our sewing table over to this, uh, over to another wall. We got a new sofa in. Uh, by moving that, we ended up changing the den. The whole Obviously, place, we have a looks, new fort. It looks lighter. It looks uh, just, I don't know. It, your place is looking amazing. Thank you. I, you know what? I take pride a little bit in where I live, and uh, it's starting to feel more and more like home. As you know, uh, you know, Becky and I made the decision to move into her place, so it it, it was a um, it, it was a little trickier of a transition for me, where it wasn't so much for Beck. Um, but we're really starting to make but it feel I, like home. I, I would guess that that would be tricky for anyone in the relationship. Like when Blake and I moved in together, um, it was into a new place that neither of us were at. So right. that that was that's the easiest because. It's you haven't put down your own roots, nor has he, and so you can both create something together. Where I could see, it doesn't matter who moves in with whom, it's like one person's space is being invaded by a new person, and the other person is like worried that they're encroaching on someone else's home. And Becky used to live with her absolute bestest friend, Andrea, mm -hmm. so it was, um, now she's getting me. You know, it's it, it was a hard, uh, it was a hard thing for her to say goodbye to Andrea, which, of course, you know, I I had a hard time with my bestie, Mark, yeah. when, I, when we lived together. It is together. not easy. Or when my bestie, Nikki, moved to I Vancouver. Know. It was the worst. And she lived with me and Blake, and that was the greatest. I'm telling you, I think that three people things are the best. And I mean, not in that way. You know, we, we did have Andrea stay with us for a week, and it wasn't that bad. What I like about it is that it gives me someone to gang up on Blake against. That is... How Andrea and I operate every time we see each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this week's nerd battle. It's a Buffy one. So Ooh. I'm pretty excited. And I'm it's, so and excited. It's, and it's so good because Joss Whedon has the Avengers coming out this weekend. When you listen to this, the Avengers will already have broken a whole bunch of box office records, I'm sure. For sure. But Joss Whedon's claim to fame still is Buffy. And we have a Buffy nerd battle for the ages. Bangel versus Spuffy. First of all... Oh, I get it. You get you it? You make it into a thing. I was so yes. confused. I was like, Bangel. Oh, it's like, remember when J-Lo and Ben Affleck were, yeah, were Benifer? I am not into the couple Bangel versus Spuffy. What are you and Becky? Uh, Jackie? That's awful. <laughs> we would clearly be Bay. Bay or Bekay? Bekay, I like that. <laughs> what about you and Blake? We oh, we're the worst. We're either Blavana <laughs> or um, there was another one, but it's equally bad. Evake, Evake, Evake. I hate buff. I hate couple names. I'm saying this is a Buffy. Who is Buffy's true soulmate? Oh God, it's Angel. It's. Obviously, Spike. Oh, you're crazy. The movie—I mean, not the movie—the television show. The whole world progresses past Angel. She and Angel cannot ever be together, and they have to make 
like do with that. And you know what? It they were boring even, as a couple. It doesn't even matter. When he comes into Sunnydale in the very last episode, the first thing that happens, massive makeout session because they know that love is forever. That love is like first love. It's like puppy love. It's like the love that you have to have and you will always have a place in your heart for that person. But it's not really meant to be. Spike and Buffy are ridiculous. I'm sorry, Spike changed. Like, if they're, like... Oh, from, from a murdering rapist? Good for him. Same with Angel. No, no, no. You cannot pretend. No, no, Angel no. Angel with the when, soul, and the second he has sex with Buffy, he becomes the worst character in the world? Like, when evil? No, when Spike had his chip and realized his feelings for Buffy, when Buffy said, this is wrong, we can't do this anymore, he attacked Buffy like the animal he is. It was a moment of weakness. He is a vampire after all. And like a bad vampire, he naturally grows a soul from his love of Buffy versus Angel, who is given a soul, which is how he's capable of loving Buffy. It's like, and the second, the second that they, he has that feeling of true happiness, then he goes right back being to Angelus and not having any feelings for her and not loving her. Whereas Spike, as an evil vampire, loves Buffy. Even as a evil vampire, Angelus still does love Buffy. No, he, he doesn't. He says, if you want to kill this Slayer, you have to love her. And he does. Oh, and that's please. why he that's follows not real her. Love. That's why he he torments her because he truly deep down. He torments can't her because he her hates of, her. He loves her. He th he he utilizes her love for his like benefit when but he's we're not Angelus. Talking about, we're not talking about Angelus. We're talking about Angel. And Angel is all about doing the right thing. And he cannot keep his hands off of the slayer. But, and but he Angel... loves her so much, but he has to restrain otherwise I understand it's very jealous. poetic but the fact is that he loves her as angel because there was a soul inserted into him that was a completely unnatural thing you cannot compare that to Spike's love for Buffy which he literally becomes a better vampire and goes from being super evil to truly on his own choosing to be a better person and growing his own kind of more Spike soul. gets neutered and has to help Buffy only so he can get his kicks of kicking the crap out of demons and then he realizes oh well Buffy's here no, it's not like that. He becomes a better person for her. And yes, he had to get neutered in the first place, but people have things happen to them. He can't. And then they grow. He doesn't become a better person. Plus also, oh my God, their sex scenes are fantastic. That kind of passion only happens with true love. She only was banging Spike because she wanted to feel something. Yeah, and she felt something. She, yeah, like, she definitely has gone through so many things, but the fact that he's capable of making her feel something is really big. Like, Angel he's, was her... It's she just she wasn't escape. yet a woman when she was in love with Angel. It is entirely an escape. It is entirely an escape. And we see in that season finale, she jumps on Angel, that, kisses Angel. Yeah, and then they kiss, and then but it doesn't change anything. It's like the first love, your first love when you were a teenager. Of course, you're always going to have a soft spot for that. But it can't change anything because she will not release Angelus onto the world. Of course she won't because 
they're obviously not that meant to be. But we're talking about soulmates. These are just circumstances. Yeah, well, so his chip is a circumstance. I think that we need your help to decide this one because clearly the two of us are never going to reach a consensus. Who is truly Buffy's soulmate, Spike or Angel? Angel fans, let me know. Spike and Buffy. Spuffy. 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 I saw an amazing video. Showed it to Jay prior to this episode. Let's make sure it's in the uh, section for our fans to check out too. It is linked, so please check it out. So this video explains a little bit of the science behind the Avengers, specifically Iron Man, as well as Captain America and Black Widow. I love it. It's so cool. First of all, I thought it was really interesting that we went into the weights of iron versus uh, the gold titanium alloy versus the nickel titanium alloy. Uh, And I I agree that obviously if he was going to have a suit, it was going to be the mix of the nickel titanium alloy with the graphite and the carbon fiber, all that kind of stuff. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. That sounds very true. And I think you're throwing out a lot. I think the video is very cool because it's just showing how a billionaire could actually make this suit yeah. um, in a way that it would be lightweight because if it was uh, just iron, it's way too dense. It would You'd fall out of the sky with an Iron Man suit. Yeah, you couldn't actually fly with an, a suit made of iron. I like the part where they talked about the arc reactor, which is actually like a nuclear power plant in his chest. I know. uh, That is slowly killing him, and that's why they had to change it out. And when they changed it out, he literally built a new element. But I am surprised that that happens. Yeah, there were 20 new elements added to our Earth because scientists... Just by people. Yeah, they they just, like, put together two elements in and, and blasted a new one into existence. Which makes me think, why couldn't adamantium and vibranium be a new element that someone eventually makes? We should become scientists and then do that. Oh my gosh, if we could create some sort of stronger than titanium or platinum or diamond material, you know how rich we would be? So rich. But more than rich, we would be like Iron Man because we would possess... The technology to save the world. So what would you, would you do that though? You've got Iron Man, so you've built it, you've created new elements to run it. Mm-hmm. Would you save the world with Iron Man suit? I, I really do think that I would go out of my way to save the world in my way. Which but, is? But I don't think that I would. What is your way, Ivana? Without violence. <laughs> so you just show up and be I, like, you guys got to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> And I could be, but I would have the firepower in my suit so that no one, it would be like nuclear weapons. It's like I showed up with my nuke. You don't want me to turn it on. Stand back. Yeah. Gotcha. But I just, I don't like, I, I wouldn't do what he did. I wouldn't go into the Middle East just because I just, I'm not a fighter. I just wouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I would want to fly around and just have fun. I would totally also do that. I would be like, have a couple drinks, time to fly this heavy machinery. You know what I would do a lot of is go see sick children and take them flying. Oh, see, that is... Oh, Anna. What? Well, you're just special. 
Wouldn't you? You would totally do that. You're flying anyway. I am not driving the suit drunk with children. No, of course you're not driving the suit drunk at all. You can't drink while you're wearing the I suit. I literally just said, I'm going to have some drinks, go and fly the suit around, <laughs> you have are a good time. What if you kill someone? What if you get into an accident with an airplane? I will see the plane coming. Mm -hmm. I have Jarvis. He'll tell me. <laughs> He'll say, there's a plane approaching, sir. Maybe drop your altitude. You know what I'm going to do? I am going to intercede and put in a breathalyzer into your Iron Man suit so that it won't power on if you're drinking. What? Well, you gotta take all the fun out of it, eh? Well, can you, you can have fun flying around sober. You're gonna love it. I guess. And then you can get drunk after you get out of your suit. We can have drinks together and talk about all the amazing flying we did. Yeah, I, I just want to fly around. I do like the idea of flying around. Preferably drunk. Okay, so this week for our... I want you to do the intro the way you do the intro. Mary Do Ditch. No, it's better. You do it better. Mary Do Ditch. Friends edition. Yep, totally requested by at Andrea917. Thank you so much for listening. The Friends cast, I like this one. I Me mean, too. We, we don't even have to think about it. So right There's off the bat. There's only six of them. I know. Ross, Chandler, Joey, go. Ditch Ross, obviously. <laughs> Mary Chandler, do Joey. You gave no reasons why. Okay. Um. So, well, Ross is boring. Okay. I, I hate Ross, and I hate... I just, he just drives me crazy. He's like the Phoebe. And uh, Chandler is amazing. You, I would want to spend my whole life with him. He's yeah. hilarious. He's smart. He's fun. Um, and Joey, well, you hear a lot about how he's, he's well-versed he's in the ladies. Yes. And I, I so obviously he's going to be my sex choice. So I'm ditching Joey. What? Yes. Uh, too cocky. I don't need that. I don't, I don't need to... Be on the same level of that. I, I don't want that. That's too much pressure. So I'm doing Chandler. Because I feel like, just like last week, he'd give it a little more extra effort. He would give it more effort. You're not going to choose to marry him and do him over and over and over? Hells no. He gets one shot because I like intelligent people. And paleontologist Ross and I would have fun talking about dinosaurs. <laughs> So why I'm going to marry Ross, watch TV with him, talk about dinosaurs, talk about... Uh, the Jurassic era. Would you, if you wear will. the Princess Leia gold bikini for him? Uh, no, but he could wear it for me, and then at least my fantasy is fulfilled. <laughs> All right, Monica, Phoebe, Rachel. I mean, I've got to do Rachel, right? Like she's just she's gorgeous. Yeah, everything, she is so gorgeous. Everything, and I think she she might wear thin on me a little bit after a while. That on a break thing. There's a lot of times I side with Ross on the on the break. Really? I they were always... on a break. A break is not a break up. They were on a break. Yeah, a break does not allow you to have sex. Doesn't matter. It happened. Get over it. You told him you didn't want to be with him. It's done. I side with so her on that I'll one. do her. Okay, fair, fair. I'm not marrying her, though. Gonna marry Phoebe. I feel like that would be fun. What? I think we get into shenanigans and adventures. Yeah, And I also true. think she's an attractive lady. She is an attractive lady. And Monica, listen, I get you like a clean house and so do I, but I'm not getting in any relationships with the Danny Tanner kind of uh, lady. So. She's no Danny Tanner. 
She is pretty anal. She's very anal, but that, like, in a delightful way. Not like Danny Tanner. So, my question to you is, does that mean you're marrying her? Yeah, I'm marrying her. She's oh going to keep God. the house clean. She cooks. I won't have to do a thing. I could be, like, the lazy Eastern European dude <laughs> coming home to my clean house and my cook wife, and it's going to be lovely. Plus, she's a <laughs> chef. Like, the amuse-bouches that she would create for us, the I'm amuse -bouche. in. amuse-bouche. I am in. And, I, and you know what? I feel like she would also just force me to be better. Um, I'm also going to do Rachel because she's like super crazy hot. Who like in oh, her hair. Unbelievable. She's, I think, the best hair of anyone ever and created. she's 50 now and still. I No way she's 50. I'm pretty certain. She's like she 45 max. Let's see here real quick. Producer time. She is 46 years old. That is under 50. You're right. Just under 50. That's fair. But still, 46. She looks amazing. Oh, yeah. She looks 30. She looks 30. And so that means you're ditching Phoebe. Yeah. I don't like Phoebe. Why? I don't know, actually. Is it the last name, Buffet? No, I like the last name. I Honestly, I have no idea, but I've just never really liked Phoebe. I guess that's enough reason not to be with her. <laughs> Last week, we invited you to watch The Last Man on Earth with Will Forte. Very funny show. I know. It's very it's dry humor, too. Like, it's unexpected kind of humor. And I, I, I found in the first half of the first episode mm -hmm. that Will Forte was very likable. I feel like in the real world, before the world ended and there were humans around Will Forte, he probably didn't have very many friends and was... Completely unproductive. Well, he, he said it was temp. Yeah. So. He was like a 40-something-year-old temp. Yeah. So he didn't have a lot of ambition. I just think that he didn't have a lot of... He Once you put him with people, he kind of sucks. But like in a very hilarious and amazing way. Right. So the last man on Earth is literally about the last man on Earth. There was a virus and everybody died. Uh, and all he wants through the half of this episode is for a lady to find his way and uh, to or find her way to him. Uh, and when he gets his wish, he gets a little more than he bargained for. Yeah. I And to be fair, I don't like her that much either. She is awful. Because you know what? If there was nobody else on the planet, everywhere is a parking space. I don't care if it has a handicapped parking spot. I completely everywhere agree. Everywhere is a parking space. I, com I will give him that. Like, I think of all the people, I would pick Will... Over Kristen Shawl. Not to mention, he, he, she makes him stop at stop signs? Crazy. Crazy. I would do so many illegal things. That is my question. What would you do? Oh my god. Well, you know, I completely agree with him. I would go through all of the museums and pick up the greatest art masterpieces. Because at least then I, I'm enjoying them. Yeah, I mean, nobody else is. Not to mention stop by the White House and steal the rug. Yeah. I think they might move into the White House. That's a good house to live. Yeah. I like that. Um, I, I'm a little, I'm not going to save anything. I don't care about the stuff. I'm going to go and break into the Willy Wonka candy factory and go and get some runts. Yeah. Oh, I would totally break into things and stuff like that. But Willy Wonka runs are like the hardest thing in the world to find. So I'm what do you going mean? They're to. They're like in every. No, they're not. You check again, young lady. I swear to you, I 
for months was trying to find them. And then finally I found them at a convenience store and I felt like I had to buy them all. And then they started restocking them because I was the only one buying them. (laughs) Then I moved away. Haven't been able to find runts since. I'm pretty sure I've runs near my house. I'm going to bring you some runs. Oh, you're the best. Willy Wonka runs. That's what I would do first. Uh, and then after that, I think I would just drive around. I, I feel like driving would get bored. I hate driving, so I wouldn't do that very much. But I would find like a really great me- metropolitan city and just do all sorts of things. And I would also, I think, try to have drive two cars into each other to see if they would blow up. Absolutely. There would be every kind of throwing a bowling ball through something breakable. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to know, what would you do if you were the last person on Earth? What kind of craziness would you get up to? All right, we're moving into everyone's favorite, the advice corner, where we're going to give some advice to somebody on Reddit. Uh, Reddit advice for <laughs> <laughs> Um, So we found an interesting one about marital concerns. Uh, and this is from Terminal Sausage on Reddit. So Terminal Great Sausage. Name, by the way. Awesome name. Yeah, he was having some marital concerns asking for advice. So he says, my wife has had her friends stay at our house for about two weeks now. And she pays me little to no attention as far as not coming to bed until really late now, showing little to no affection like a hug or a kiss even. I even got her the ring she wanted for our two-year anniversary, and she smiled, said thanks, and ran back to the porch to hang out for five hours. And when I tell her how I feel, she just says, sorry, and then hangs out on the back porch all day and night, chain-smoking with her friend. Do you have any advice for terminal sausage? Oh my goodness. Boy, do I have... I... That sucks, man. That really does suck. Like, I'm sorry, Terminal Sausage. First of all, I my first advice reading this was going to be talk to your wife and tell her your feelings, but you did that and she didn't even respond. And I just think that that is not cool. Sorry, especially at two-year anniversary. That's an important night. I think, like, even if you have someone staying with you, especially if it's an extended period, like two weeks... You can tell your friend to hang out on their own so that you can at least have a date night. Yes. Now and I, to just say thanks and run away after such a thoughtful gift? Well, I'm wondering if she chain smokes when her friend is not there. First of all, I want to know that. If her friend is there and enables her to chain smoke and that's what she really, really, really wants to be doing, maybe that's why she goes out to the porch and it gives her an excuse to chain smoke while I her mean, friend is there. I mean, yeah, I get that, but at the same time... There, there is a time and place. Like you can pick one night to just pay, to pay attention to your husband. Right. And I don't, I don't subscribe to the fact that she needs to be in bed with you at the same time every night. Oh, I completely agree um, with that. You know, that's that part I'm okay with. I gotta ask, Mister Terminal Sausage, are you spending any time with them? Yeah, I feel like is it just the two of them, and you feel left out? Have you tried to spend time with them? Is there a reason why you're not hanging out as a as a good threesome? As I said earlier in this episode, it's really nice to have a couple and then a third person. I agree. I think that might be a, a lot of fun. And if that is happening and you feel excluded, 
totally not cool. Maybe you're going to have to make a, a couple of plans on your own. But I think more than that, I think what he's really asking about is, is what to do about this situation in terms of the relationship. And I think you have to probably wait until your guest is gone. Because while the guest is there, there is that pressure to play hostess. Uh, especially Absolutely. since it is her friend. But I think when when this visitation is finished, you need to really sit down and have an honest conversation with your wife, one-on-one, no television, no distractions, where you can sort of say, here's how I felt about this situation, How, and then be open to listening to how did she feel? Did she feel like you ignored them when you should have maybe been hanging out? Uh, and then come up with a compromise for the future. I also really want to know why she's been with you for two weeks. What's... Uh... What has changed in her life? And is your wife just trying to be really, really supportive? Yeah, like if her friend is with you for two weeks because she left her husband because she was in a horrible relationship or maybe he cheated or who knows what, I can totally then understand why your wife is downplaying your love and and your anniversary and all that stuff because then at that point she's just trying to like not rub it in her face that she's in a really happy relationship. And you guys have been married for two years. Maybe maybe she just really likes the change of pace of having somebody else in the house and if you give her her freedom for a little bit, it's going to pay off in the end where once she leaves, she's very grateful that you were able to see that she was enjoying her time with her friend. Mm-hmm. And she'll come back to you. There's no... I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And and if that is a thing that other than when you have guests, it's just the two of you a lot, consider each of you having your own separate hobby, whatever hobby that would be. I'm sure you guys have some different interests. You need to have time apart. Because then when you're together, you have more to talk about. It's more fun. You treasure that time more. Yeah. Hope we help Terminal Sausage. And good luck with the conversation. Fun show. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this show. This was a, a good change of pace for yeah, us. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit different. We got some great feedback from you, and uh, we want it to keep coming. So make sure to check us out at friendselephants.com. Or Facebook slash Friends Elephants. You can email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com. Or catch us on Twitter. I'm at It's Ivana. And I'm at Jester J. So next week in our movie segment, we're going to try something a little different. It's going to be called Trailer Trash. And we're going to talk about the Jurassic World trailer. So make sure to uh, watch it before you listen to the podcast. You got anything you want to plug? What's going on in your life? Oh, I guess I do have some things. I am directing a play. What? Yeah, so if you live in the Toronto region, uh, you should come out the last weekend of May to uh, see... A, I'm, so I'm in one play, and I'm directing another play, and they're all part of this festival called Foreplay, run by Daisy Productions. See what she did there with the words? Yeah, a little word play there. Not Well, not me, but the production company. It's all Ivana. <laughs> and and I'm actually directing Sure Thing by David Ives. He's super famous. It is an amazing play. And I'm in another play. Uh, to be honest, I don't even can't think of the name of it right now. That's how that's how in demand 
Ivana is in her actress <laughs> life. She can't even remember the stuff she's in. Well, I, I remember my lines. Well, that's important. But it's just not the title. The title's sure. like not important. Unless you're plugging it and then failing miserably. Perfect. Well, I'm going to plug this podcast. Yes, this podcast. That's what's going on with but me. But we can't plug this podcast. They're listening to this podcast. And check me out at uh, Jester J. I'm going to see Avengers this weekend, uh, which is... Now when the you, past when, for you. The past for you. Uh, very excited to see it. And uh, yeah, I might do some tweets about it. Have a good week. And don't forget to rate us. I, I got to get out of this Ford Ivana. It's a beautiful Ford, but my leg is asleep. It's time to get out of here. Freedom! Freedom!